0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Gam, and the Statesman.
1: G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz, uh, formerly the poorest man in fantasy football. I'm joined by someone very special, of course, to talk the fallout of our man, Stewie Jew, getting the Kyber pass. Jono, how are you?
0: bonjourno now going well back from the uh the euro vacation and just good to get away from football like didn't really think about it set my lineups and that was about it but good to be back and only been back maybe 2 weeks now and shit's hit the fan like can't go on holiday and stuff doesn't happen yeah well yeah
1: it's it's been kind of funny because you went away so yeah you went away and your team you, you'd made a few trades Uh, You've made the pick up and you've rocketed into to to be the dominant team in the home league. But uh, the Vampire team
0: has not fared so well and uh, has has shut the bed. Oh, look, it's just, I think I've been uh, sacked like Stewie Jew, I tried to make some moves and wheeled and dealed and there was some close games, some close games. Um, Just the matchups, didn't get the matchups in a couple of them right, like... I think just this week it went down by maybe 20 or 30 points. And I thought Joe Danaher was the good player, but Jack Gunston took everything. So um, if Gunston didn't play, probably Danaher went ahead. But yeah, just didn't get my matchups right in a couple of them and cost me the win and getting the good player. Well, quick. We, I mean, it's probably a bit. Um, I
1: mean, we'll talk about the Vampire just quickly, but I want to sort of get onto that matchups. Uh, thing that you were just talking about like how how do you think the vampire league went obviously we we're out of finals contention a little bit early um, you had a number of close matches which could have gone your way obviously didn't do you think it was the right setup or could we have done something to make it even it sort of felt like it was either going to tip it, it was it seemed really hard to balance like it would either go all your way
0: or all against you yeah, look, I thought it was pretty even. I thought also that even out of the pool, like, you know, got to play Setterfield, um, Mason Wood for a few weeks, I thought there might have been a few more guys pop up that we normally see, like play Chiesel, yeah. um Nick Haynes was having a good vein of form until he got injured and suspended. So a couple of things like that, but I just didn't see as many guys pop, I think, this year compared to previous years where you can grab those guys late out of the pool and play them sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I was sort of, we mentioned in the group chat that like like, like no one's done a season, like none of the
0: studs have done a season ender. That's right, like probably Oliver's not really season ender, but he's been out for what the best of two months or something now, so um, that's probably the closest closest one, but I think he even, no he didn't play when we played, so... Took took.
1: Miller's missed a few, but again, none of them were like. I think we've only we we had a rule that if someone was going to miss eight plus, they could replace the player from the pool, and
0: I, I think that's only happened a couple of times. All I can think of is Cam Guthrie and X Man sharing. Oh,
1: Tom. I reckon Tom Lynch as well.
0: Was it, Yeah, but, if he was drafted, but, yeah. But you you wouldn't call them studs, no. Absolutely like for fantasy
1: not. purposes, I
0: mean, absolutely not. No, so yeah, it just didn't fall my way, but. Yeah, wouldn't mind having a crack at it again later down the track. It was, it's a great concept, actually. Maybe play the Byron's and give the Vampire a bit of a, a, bit of a <laughs> hand. <laughs> it's
1: true. Well, I would have played you in the Byron's. You can't have actually... <laughs> There's like one league I might actually I might actually win all right, going all right this year. Although that team on top's just absolutely blowing people out of the water.
0: Just for every single league in, a Home League, I've just shit the bed. So I'm in yep. one league. It's a three-tier relegation league. I've won one game, and I'm going to get demoted two divisions this year. Wow, brutal! Good stuff. Yeah, um,
1: someone who's certainly been demoted. Our man Stewie Jew, um, pull yeah, it's, yeah, it was kind of wild. Like, I mean, I, I guess it's not un, not completely. Um, what's the opposite of understandable? Not understandable. <laughs> you can understand where they were coming from. Yeah. I I just I mentioned it on Dossies PodPod. Pod. I think they're in a really tough position.
0: Well I thought though they they're tracking okay. I mean they miss like last two years, look, they've missed wits last was it last year or the year before? Um Took's gone down for a majority of the year. Anderson and Rao still developing into good players. Uh, King's missed a chunk, so probably hasn't gone their way. And look, they've won what, seven or eight games this year. I thought they'll build seven yeah. quite nicely. They're ahead of, you know, teams that are expected to play finals in like Carlton and and Fremantle, so I don't think it was too bad of how they were actually tracking. I mean, we've seen Hardwick been in the caper for a long time and things went his way. Um who was it? Uh Bomber Thompson was about to get the arse and they went on to create a a, a pretty good few seasons there, so you know, I thought they were close, but it'd be interesting to see what happens now going forward. You know, everyone's saying that Hardwick's the uh, front runner for the coaching job there.
1: Yeah, to me, it seems... The the problem was they're actually starting to retain players. Mm. Like, to me, that was the big problem, and they had to overpay, you know, middling players to, to what you'd want to play your top-tier guys, and, and they got in the salary cap shit. And that was a big and problem for slightly- Richmond
0: for a long time as well, until they got the personnel probably in the office, like the CEO and that, to clean that stuff up.
1: Yeah, but to me, it seems like they've actually got that stuff under control, and they're you know over this year and the next couple of years will probably work themselves out of it. They're going to have a strong local draft hand this year. To me, it just smacks of the new CEO or the new the new chairman or whatever you want to call them. Um, with our man TC being out, just smacks of the the fucking up top wanting to make their own move and yeah. be like, "This is our guy." Have their and,
0: fingers in on their on their their blueprint sort of thing, not 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 something yeah. someone else's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can see that happening. I suppose that happens in a lot of businesses. You know, there's a change at the board level and they make sweeping changes. We saw it at, sort of at Essendon, didn't we? Carlton the last few previous few years, so. Uh, no, I feel for you. He seemed like a good coach and was going in the right direction, but the fantasy implications if Hardwick do go there, it's it's not great, not great because we know what sort of game style he yeah. plays. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, that'll be interesting. And what, what I
1: can't imagine there's going to be too much change between Stuart Jew and Stephen King.
0: Generally not. Generally not. Like I uh, haven't seen a lot of it football from, the say, North Melbourne since Klerko stepped down, so uh, we know that Klerko was like a high mark, retain the ball style, but I haven't really seen North Melbourne since he's taken over, so I'm not sure what sort of game style they're playing, if any really, but um, yeah, they'd, they'd keep it the same because Kingy knows he's just a caretaker, so it's basically the best job you could have, really. Well, and I mean, he's probably out at the end of the year as well. Well, exactly. That's generally what happens when the new coach comes in. They bring their own people in, and um, generally the assistant coaches, but maybe one or two get the arse, really.
1: I'm terrified for our man, Sam Flanders. I'm terrified. He's been, the last three weeks, he's been smoking hot. He has been.
0: But, you know, it's the other shoe on the other foot. These guys are now playing for the careers, Does Kingy just go right? All the young kids
1: who's playing for their
0: careers, though? Fiorini, (laughs) (laughs) Rory Atkins. He's still got two years. (laughs) Contracts don't mean shit, (laughs) like they would just pay him out, wouldn't they? Just say, fuck off, and here's your money. Oh man, but it's brutal, it's brutal. I
1: just, yeah, I found it really strange. It can only be just that board level, we want our man. They they must have Hardwick stitched up.
0: Yeah, I've, I have had some mail. I've heard some mail um, in that regard where Damien's uh, new love interest um, has asked for a transfer. So I'm not sure where... where oh, John,
1: John, John
0: O'Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we, we break all the news stories here. Shed 16. <laughs> uh, that's where I actually found out. No. Uh, but that, that's just a bit of mail I've, I've, I did come across uh, the last few days. So it'd be interesting. I mean, Ken Hinkley hasn't re signed yet. They've had 13 wins in a row. Hasn't re signed. You know, does he go to the Gold Coast and Dimmer to Port Adelaide? And who knows? Has
1: been at the Suns before. I mean,. Uh... Great
0: Western Victorian that he is, Ken Hinckley. That is true. So yeah, could be a little sneaky one there. Or a lot to play out. A lot to play out. Yeah, I
1: I think it's pretty status quo for the Suns, but I, I can't be super confident about our man. Sam Flanders retaining that 43% midfield time. Obviously, took Miller back. didn't He played midfield, but he didn't have much in the way of uh, CBAs. Don't know
0: what you can read into that. Yeah, just speaking. Just easing him back. Yeah, look, I'm, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of football, but just following scores. Um, in our home league, got drafted Nick Martin, and I have, haven't watched a lot of football, but he seems to be what the hell is his role? He's just wing, just wing. So just running back and forth, getting the cheapies, gets the marks, and transition. Is he? Well, I don't think that. I mean, I take I take offence to the the cheapies thing and the outside like people
1: slamming outside players like they they. Man, those guys run their tits
0: off. Like, Well, that's the thing. I only caught a little bit of the Essendon Adelaide game uh, last Sunday. And, yeah, he just seemed to be – I'm like, he's in defence. I'm like, is he yeah. a defender now? Like, I wasn't sure. But, yeah, he seemed to be just running up and down the ground all day long. Yeah. Um, which is good. Which is good.
1: Yeah, he's killing it, man. He's pretty close to all Australian, if not in.
0: Awesome. I like it.
1: Yeah. Um, so, getting back to the matchups thing, like, Matchups are really going to be crucial heading into the finals. Obviously, um where what, one week before finals? Last round. Last, round?
0: Around, last round before our home league. Finals. Yeah. Yep. And other leagues will be two or three, whatever. Yep. Everyone's um, different. But most of them would start around now or next week.
1: Yeah. And just, you know, players are getting rubbed out. Players are missing weeks here and there. At the end of the year, lists thin out. Players are sent away for surgery, et cetera, et cetera. Streaming becomes. Incredibly important and playing the right matchups. And, and you were mentioning with uh, Danaher, like, it's funny the key forwards. Like, if, like, let's say you use DFS Australia, right? Yep. Which, fantastic resource, right? It shows you all the good matchups. But let's think about it from, um, a scoring point of view. And it's like, oh, West Coast is this super great matchup. Now, that, that, and that's all fine, but, If you're averaging out three key forwards, like let's say, like I played Hipwood in our home league, and and he was okay, um, and Jack Gunston's obviously gone on and scored really well, you know, it it comes in at the average. So Jack Gunston was a fucking great play. You just, you
0: know, neither of us got the right guy. No, that's right. You think like I, you know, I, I was actually an oversight on my part. I didn't actually see. Jack Gunston in the team sheet. though like I was just didn't have a good look at it properly, and then I, you know, here he's running out. I'm like, mm, maybe that could have been a play, and obviously too late uh, to change the team. But yeah, absolutely. Looking like I've in our know, home league, I've started doing that. Just stashing a couple of players, like I stashed Harry McKay uh, a couple of weeks yeah. ago because I saw he had West Coast coming up in round 19. But uh, looking the way the ladder's fallen, top two in our league. Get the buy uh, straight to the prelim, so uh, I've got that secured. So he may not be needed, but he looks like he had a bit of a role change. He was playing a bit high up the ground, getting a few marks. So kicks one or two goals. It could be a good eighty or nine unit.
1: Yeah, I want to I want to talk about matchups. So more more specifically, because like let's look at that key forward matchup. Even when. Those three have the green and they've got a super plus matchup. It might be 15, 20 points above um, the the average for, for key forwards. Yeah. That's still like... I used to do the matchup chart. That still wouldn't get you to what a general defender would, would average. So, I, I still want to play an average... Um, I want to play an inside midfielder first if I can... And obviously, that you know what position the players listed as will dictate that. I want to play general defenders, rucks next, and wings.
0: Yeah, like that. To get to that baseline, it's it's. So when you say what do you class as a general defender, just more like a like an Ed Richards running back. Yeah, 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 halfbacks yes. essentially. But
1: you got to remember that's averaged out across um four or five guys. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you might not get the right, you might not get the right play. You just go, "Oh, I'm going to play, um, whoever." Like like we did with Danaher and and Hipwood in it. Mm. You know, Gunston was the play. And also, want to talk about like those matchup charts. And I like the reason I started doing the matchup chart was there. There used to be a different site that did did matchup charts, and. I, I looked at it, and, and the way they were recording the data is, like I think it was to, that year, GWS had a whole bunch of injuries. Zach Williams and Toby Graham were playing pure midfield. Yep. Right, so they were scoring massively. But Zach Williams listed as a defender. Toby Graham was listed as a forward. And they were recording the scores as forwards and defenders rather than midfielders. Yeah,
0: so then it's not a true indication of their scoring potential yeah. of per Actually. position.
1: Yeah, and right. So, I'm, and I'm pretty sure DFS Australia don't do it that way. But also, what I used to be able to do, and I think get a better reflection of things with the sheet is, I'd, I'd be able to take things away. Like, if player was a sub, I wouldn't record the score. Yeah. If a player got injured early in the match, I wouldn't record the score. If player switched positions halfway through the match, I wouldn't record the score
0: because yeah. it's
1: just a false. And and, and I have this, and and I just think it gives you bad bad data personally, and. I just like not I'm I'm not saying they do that. I I don't know. Uh I can't imagine they do. It seems pretty awesome setup on DFS Australia and I use it like the Bible. Mm. But it just you know, sometimes it doesn't pay to take a closer look at things
0: and just be aware of what's going on. Yeah, that's what you like you look at you can use your eye test and um when you say w- would you have ever say when you you said to play switch position half time, Would you maybe average half that score to average out, or you just ignored it completely?
1: No, I just ignored it. Yeah. just ignored it completely. I just don't want it. You get enough scores over the season. Yeah,
0: you get it. It's what. It's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, no, I've lost, I've lost me the expression that we use, but it's all good. Yeah. Anyway, so just like
1: you're playing forwards this at this time of year, and um, like. Uh, Soldo was a good pickup this week. I thought um, picked him up in our home league. Yep. Has the ruck forward status. Um, Nanks out for a few weeks. Looks like he should be sole ruck. Well, ruck will always like ruck. The the average of a ruck is so much higher than the average of a key forward. So even if he has just an average matchup, I'd probably still rather play him than, um,
0: well, he's, you know, well these matchups for the next Ben Brown. His next. Uh... Two weeks are actually pretty good. Like you've got West Coast this week and Hawthorne the following week. So pretty good matchups you would yeah. think going forward next couple of weeks, anyway. Yeah.
1: Anyway, interest. I just thought we'd talk about that. I see a lot of people talking about matchups on on the twitters and process and all that sort of thing. Like just because you follow the right pro, like I have a T shirt: process over results, man. Like yeah, if generally yeah.
0: like a few years ago I used to write the um, late week pickup. Thing and I'd use just data uh, it was never you know gut feel or anything like that but I'd go back and look at say a Jack Darling versus I don't know who they're playing say Gold Coast and you'd look at their history like I take out the first couple of years because they're developing but go back maybe three four years and just see how they've performed and where they've performed depending on where they're grand and then you can form an opinion just based off that data as well and that's how I looked at playing some of my matchups and most of the time, they're pretty good. Um, yep. I'm pretty sure Faz does something like that, similar as well. Looks at the data um, for his stream team each week as well. And I think he has a few gut feels in there as well, to be honest. But uh, he does some good work.
1: He does some great work. And so is Nick uh, still pumping out the article dropping uh, Wednesday. Uh, what? Oh, I think this pot will come out on Wednesday, so his article will be on the website. Go check it out. Perfect. Although, I mean, if you're still trading at this point of the year, give your head a shake.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish I could trade. <laughs> I want to trade Jason Horn Francis out. You know,
0: in the last in Murdoch Ball, in the last three weeks, his best score is 47. Oh, geez, I'm so glad you got him. I did put a waiver for him during the buys. I'm glad you got him back. I'm Who? Glad. Francis,
1: I, I never. Oh, no, because he was number one. Yeah, that's yeah, you, right. Yeah, you dropped him.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I dropped him because I could pick him straight back up. I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've all been there. We've all made some mistakes. Yeah. But no. Well, I, but he was averaging 86 or something. Yeah, it was it role change, getting tired, you know, second year player, just gassing, just gassing now? It needs an ice bath, obviously, Jono. Certainly does. Or we'll go down to the local pub. <laughs> Rundle Mall, whatever it is. Man, I had to go to Mount Gambier yesterday. Just dire. I haven't been there for years since I was a little kid. It's gotten worse, has it? It's not good. No. Nah. No. Nah. Like South
1: Australia, but man, Mount Gambier I'm happy to drive through. And <laughs> anyway, waivers. Is there anyone you're picking up on waivers or matchups you're looking at? I know we spoke briefly about um, uh, West Coast being pretty pretty good, good matchup for key forwards. As
0: if you didn't figure that out by now, everyone. What round are we at? Um, look, I've got Harry Mackay in my back pocket. Be looking at him with Tom Jonas going out injured. Uh, I'm interested in some of the guys if they're still available. The Essendon Geelong match up. Um, wingers tend to do pretty well there, uh, just because it's such a narrow ground. They just go along the wing. And not through the corridor. Uh, just stream all the Gold Coast Suns. It's the Stewie Dew revenge match, you know. Coaches out, so it's an automatic win. They're just going to brain St Kilda this week, so <laughs> look to do that. St Kilda,
1: St. Kilda fans are preparing this. Like, oh, it, it's already started on the socials.
0: Why do we get all this? We get Cochin 300 and yeah. all the other crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, just looking at it, again, like as I haven't watched a lot of football previous weeks um maybe you could throw a nick larkey at hawthorne um down at marvel and he's got i think west coast the week after so he could be a pretty good matchup for the next couple of weeks yeah are you in front of me on the waiver list <laughs> <laughs> yes i am oh uh, yeah? yeah did you claim are you claim it <laughs> no it's, he's under waiver at the moment I haven't put it in because he went back into the pool yeah someone dropped him i'm like yeah i'm I'm wavering for that. <laughs> yes, uh, I don't uh, think I need him. I've got like nine forwards at this point. I don't need him as well, but I want him just so no one else has him. Yeah, I like enough. to spite people as well. And, and well, you won't, even, you won't even get to play him because you won't be playing. It's you a... won't be playing those good matchups. But it's good to hold these players. So people like you, who could be a potential opponent in the finals, don't get him either. Uh, well, we'll see. I, we'll I'd, see. I'd, 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 that's another tactic as well. Uh listeners, if you're in the finals, grab these guys to stop your... And even stash rocks. Like, stash stash rocks. Stash everyone. Yeah, just, just so they don't get them. Or you could be a real asshole and
1: just add drop everyone before you lock out. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. That's too much. That's too much. That is too much, but it's a... It's I know amazing. Um, Wings against Carlton have been a good matchup. Okay. That's... Um, so, like, I think... Uh, Bergman season? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's pretty tough. Like I played Jordan Clark this week, and he was fine. Um, he's probably in that category of broad-bent where he's poor one week, not the next. Um, general defenders, I think North North Melbourne have actually got a pretty good matchup. Like I, I don't really want to run around playing North Melbourne players, but they got good matchups.
0: What about Collingwood? What's good matchups versus Collingwood?
1: Inside mids and nothing else. Okay. So um that's a pretty good one. I think key forwards against Hawthorne, I think you spoke about that. Yeah. Um yeah, I wanna play I think uh Brisbane have got a couple of good matchups uh for defenders in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I think it's um mostly North Melbourne. You wanna play those defenders. Uh Richmond have got some good ones. I was targeting Jaden Short, obviously he got injured, so you might be able to mine a bit of gold there, I'm not sure what's available in your leagues, but certainly a few there.
0: Defenders, these and Saints I, still a good ones. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, Lockie is on field for me this week. He was benched last week. but Nice. Feeling very confident about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I've got Dam- uh, Damien Hardwick, Blake Hardwick, and I just feel he's either going to win me a final or cost me a final. He's just... Like Hardwick. He's just... If I'm, exactly. That's what I feel about him, but he can go 120 or 20. And yeah. I'm just nervous about playing, but I don't know. It's it's finals. It's a stressful time. So I have to have a look at the data and, 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 and look at the data. Look at DFS Australia. Um, fan footy even have um, some good history there just from players at grounds, opponents and that sort of stuff. So have a look at all that. And then make your decisions based on that really yeah try try find
1: that high floor i don't i don't really believe in shooting for the ceiling because players can kick like especially with key forwards right because yeah. you know, oh i'll take a key forward he could score me 140 man even when these guys kick six goals they're lucky to score a ton
0: yeah saw so one person kicked like six or seven goals and they didn't even turn up in super coach like, what the hell? This is when I overseas, I'm like, I can't remember who it was, but I'm like, what a jib, seriously.
1: Um, Essendon have got the general forwards, like just green for the next five weeks on the DFS
0: site. Cool. So. Not Jake Stringer, though.
1: Nah, I don't know who you'd play in that situation. That you really want to. Probably no one. No. Yeah, I think Soldo my big stream and just, yeah, looking to play that uh, St to match up as much as you possibly can. Well, yeah. I think keys against Hawthorne key defenders haven't been that bad either. You look for those teams with really crappy injured forward lines. Mm. I, I, I'll never forget that year, um, Jared Ruffhead. It was Jared Ruffhead's final season and he couldn't jump. So we're just playing key defenders in Supercoach against him every week because they just like jump straight over him like Superman. And they were just they were killing it. It was like when Source... Remember the year Source Merritt was playing? Oh, <laughs> like yeah. He was just completely finished. And everyone... like I think Key forwards are averaging 100 against him in Super. Well, that's when we played uh,
0: Johnny Butch against him. Johnny Butch and Casbolt back-to-back weeks <laughs> <laughs> for tons. Oh. Good old Johnny Butch. Never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Do
1: you have anything to add, Jonathan? Uh,
0: no. Just keen to get back into watching some football. Get my head around finals coming up. I love the uh, SuperCoach finals coming up, which is good. Finishing top of the ladder potentially. Yeah. Like it was. How like, was um how was, how was how was Europe? Europe was excellent. It was yeah. 25 degrees, 30 degrees every day between that. Didn't get below 18 once. Um, expensive as hell, thanks to inflation and um, everything else going Phil- on. And Philip Lowe, probably. I will about to say Philip Lowe. But <laughs> the, interesting, the interesting part was the flight. Um, so we're flying over <laughs> the Ukraine, of all places, and the Middle East. And what? Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. That really? Fucking oath. I was like... Parallel to it, if it very Jesus close. Jesus Christ. Um, so basically, they're just like, turn all the lights off of the plane, and you had to shut your uh, blind, basically, so you couldn't be a target for <laughs> RPGs and other weaponry. What? Did you know that before you went on the flight? I did not know that, but I figured it out pretty quickly when I saw the map of where the hell we were uh, in terms like, we'll find over Iran, Tehran, like all the good places. All the good places. It seems riskier than streaming Todd Marshall. Frickin' earth. i have sitting there like,
1: well,
0: I could die. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. But probably the craziest is the way people drive in Rome. Um, like, here, you know, we, we, we're we pretty good citizens. We all obey the traffic lights and everything like that. To them, red is a colour. So, sometimes they stop, sometimes they don't. Um, yeah. Speed limits to just a mere suggestion, really. that We were on a tour one day and our driver was doing 150 down the freeway and still being overtaken. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's fast. That is fast. But it was good fun. It was good fun. Hmm. Saw a lot. Saw a lot. Did a lot. So,
1: yeah. That was good. It was good. Yeah. I went up to, um, I went up to Serviston and played golf and <laughs> I'm that was my, yeah it's on the border you can actually the course borders south australia so you can tee it up on the 18th tee and just snap snap hooky ball into south australia yeah right. so i just sent a few flight. that was my holiday john i went and played golf and
0: serviced and sounds, sounds like fun <laughs> same
1: same same same, same.
0: Same, same, same. <laughs> same scenery and everything just grab yourself an aperol spritz and think you're in the positano
1: yeah, no. My my holiday had uh fruit bins. Fruit bins. Don't take don't take your fruit across the state lines. Yeah, man. No, my parents know all
0: about that. They got done for bringing tomatoes. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh god. I forgot all about it. They had tomatoes and four hundred dollar fine. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. So don't take your fruit across, people. They take that shit seriously. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Anyway, it's good to be back. We got any Less questions?
1: Oh, yeah, we did have questions. Thanks, Jonah. Can you do? Can you bring them up or do yeah. I need to? Yeah. Oh, Two seconds.
0: You got it. Da, 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 da. All
1: right.
0: Um, I think they were mostly joke questions, so that was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they know where we're at. Greg Williams asks, what are the stock level of the Bucks Out t-shirts? Asking for a friend. That's yeah, that. we
1: need to get some more.
0: Man, we we might have to start using the back of T-shirts now. Like we, we'd have no room on the front now, would we? We've had just about every single coach sacked. <laughs> we need Simo out. That's the one that needs to gain traction. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs>
1: That's
0: not like hotcakes. Oh, absolutely. Especially from... How is that guy not copping no. more? I have no idea. No idea. I suppose, you know, in the bubble of Western Australia, too far away here from... The Victorian media to give him any any shit really. So delivered the arsiest flag of all time, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, Ninja Spoon asked any chance of getting Dos on to discuss Fiorini's new role with Stuart Jew. Dos has gone underground since this news, so I think right. I think he's under yeah. a blanket, just in the fetal position, just worried about his boy. I, uh, I've i been waiting for
1: Doss just to light, <laughs> light up the group chat. And it hasn't happened yet. He's obviously, <laughs> it's just that, you know, just waiting, just holding the knife.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ninja Spoon also asked, uh, wave a pickup constable too? Question mark? Maybe. No, surely not. No, nah, not with took back up. Well, he was playing off a back though,
1: wasn't he? He was. I can't see it. His ball use is too bad. Yeah. With Weller
0: back. No way. Uh, how the hell do you pronounce this? Odian Payne? Uh, once again, I must lament the Bailey Smith first rounder. There wouldn't be a team anywhere in any league that is contending this year with a first round Smith pick. Can't recall another blue chip going so far backwards without significant injury. Uh... And Jared I replied, "I got him at eighty-seven in the listener league, and I thought that was pretty schmick. Fuck. Yeah, it's funny. He first um, rounder. Wow, that's um, yeah. I mean, he's coming off a
1: pretty hot season. I mean, he's, he scored a lot in NFL fantasy last year. I got him in Super Coach in our home league. He was averaging, I think, like ninety-two weeks ago. <laughs> he- it's the same as Juan Francis. He's just he's just gone to hell. He's park forward." Yeah,
0: if he didn't get forward status, would he be pullable or just bench? I think he's.
1: I'm just keep going to keep him on the bench and just play streams over him, and unless you know he gets that rollback. back, or it doesn't even have to be the full roll, or just some mid time, um, better opponents.
0: Yeah, if if he's yeah, he's been parked forward, so he's not really getting that inside mid or wing time. But it's Luke Beveridge. Hold firm, people. It can all change. With a trelaw hamstring, yeah,
1: one hundred percent, and that's that's the point. Like, I mean, and and that, look, they've got a good matchup against Sydney this week on paper. So, you might, if you are in a pinch, you might be able to roll them out. I think there's so many better options, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, is that it? Uh, a couple more. Surely the hand said that's an interesting way to announce that your Gold Coast Gold Coast new coach. Well, congratulations, Steve.
1: Have you ever seen the movie uh, Eddie, where Whoopi Goldberg coaches the New York Knicks? Oh, maybe a long time ago. I'm surprised that hasn't been like that concept hasn't been made into a movie with a fantasy player. Like where we've
0: had the the rookie like that AFL fantasy, not fantasy show, the reality show where they just grab jobbers from state leagues (laughs) and give them an AFL contract. Where's one for like fantasy coaches to get? An AFL coaching job. How good would that be?
1: I reckon that'd be a movie. Like Whoopi Goldberg coaches the Knicks, learns the players aren't robots. There's more to it. I think you could get like a you know, a DFS player who just crunches numbers, all they think about is data, blah blah blah, then finds out the players have a human side <laughs> and you So money you ball. Know, they they <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe but yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they have to learn that the players are real fit. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is kind of money. Well, yeah. fuck.
0: But still, you could do it. Let's do the reality and- TV show. We just get like, you know, all the content creators, a few of the DFS guys, and just, you know, you've got to go through, I don't know, like a weekly challenge, and then Last Man Standing gets to become the new Gold Coast Suns coach. That's a reality <laughs> I love show. It. Let's, let's I love it. He- a- I don't know who to pitch it to, but um, someone in TV, land get in contact with us. Yeah I, yeah, I could do the contracts. I just, everyone, you sacked. <laughs> uh, Greg Williams needs some fire on what I have noticed section. Time for some Murdoch ball finals, waiver why pickups. Yeah, we went through a few of them uh jabs the question on everyone's lips and it's just a gif of flanders
1: i um i yeah it's funny i picked him up and played him his first game in and i've had him on the bench each of the last two
0: weeks <laughs> scoring hundreds nice don't you hate that you have someone on the bench just turning up and as soon as you pop them in the field it just shits the bed well, I didn't trust him
1: against Collingwood, and he still killed it. And then I didn't trust him with took back, still killed it. There you go. And then Jewett, oh, out, so. out. Oh, he has to score against St Kilda.
0: Oh, everyone yeah. scores against St Kilda. Fucking oath, no, especially it's up there at Heritage Bank Stadium. So it's, it's a... especially if you're a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, oh. uh, Greg Williams at the Craft Doctors. What are the top three alcoholic beverages I should get on tonight in memory of Stewie? R.I.P. he's not dead, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) They made it out like he was. (laughs) I'll I'll take you through my lockdown beverages of when we were in lockdown, how I used to start my afternoons after work. So I'd start with a few beers, which would be anywhere between three and eight. And then it'd be dinner time, so out comes the bottle of red. And then once dinner's finished, um, all washed up, sitting on the couch by... 8, 9 o'clock, then I'll have either a whiskey or a rum or a scotch or something like that. So do it in that order.
1: Yeah, that's the way, that's the way to go. <laughs> I'm surprised the photo of Stewie taking a piss in the garage hasn't got more of a run. Oh, really? I, have to... I haven't seen it yet. I, I would have thought that was like as iconic as Leon Zesky's. Absolutely.
0: And Smith Dog. It just says it's time with Flanders. I mean, he's been good. Been good.
1: Absolutely. St Kilda, who have we got coming up? The, you know, people are saying we got a, They sacked him because they might sneak into the finals. We got. I can't see it happening. St
0: Kilda, GWS. They could beat St Kilda. Sp- uh, Brisbane. GWS never lose in Canberra, do they? Is it Canberra? It's
1: in Canberra. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, they've they, lost a couple of times.
1: We're not beating Brisbane. I can't see us beating Adelaide in Adelaide. That's a tough match. And
0: Sydney at the SCG, and we've Carlton. got a good record. It's, we've got a good record at the SCG, believe it or not. You'll beat Carlton up there. Carlton is shit. And then North. Oh yeah, it's twenty-four rounds One, this year. Jesus two, three maybe four wins. Oh, a down maybe a, a tough match-up down there against North. Imagine they were playing for finals though. Oh, big tits. Bulldogs are playing GWS in in Ballarat. Interesting.
1: When When's that?
0: 29th of July.
1: Oh, that's when you want to be in Ballarat. Yeah, just the coldest part of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to our man Tim, Live, working at Bunanyol.
0: Holy hell, it's got to be miserable at the minute. <laughs> oh, I reckon it would be. Just, is Ballarat like, the coldest place on earth? Got to be close to the coldest
1: in Victoria. It's a balmy 17 in Portland today. It's quite warm here today. I think we 18
0: or something like that. It was... It was nice. Very nice.
1: warming, Keep it up. Absolutely. Is that it? That's it. Cool. That'll do it. Listeners, who knows when we'll see you next? Who knows? It's but, uh, maybe maybe I guess it's when Hardwick's announced as coach. Yeah. Do they have betting odds on that? They do. What's Bucks at? Do you know?
0: Uh, I don't think the market's up yet. Let's have a quick look. Oh. Uh, Aussie rules... All Australian rules, coach specials. Here we go. Next permanent Gold Coast Suns coach, Hardwick, dollar twenty eight. <laughs> Next Stephen King, nine bucks. I think that's a laydown was there. Dollar <laughs> twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Michael Barlow is twenty six bucks.
1: He's um coaching VFL, isn't
0: he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Leon Cameron at eighteen, get the fuck out. Jesus. That'd be miserable. Don Pike, ten bucks. Miserable. Ben Rotten, twenty six bucks. <laughs> ben Rotten, really? Yeah.
1: Is Bucks on there? Yeah, he's twenty-six bucks. Oh twenty-six. Oh all right, all right. All right. Yeah. I'm with you
0: now. Wow. Bit of value? Absolutely. Multi that up. <laughs> Sun's flag next year. <laughs> took took for the Brownlow, you get and Kingy e. Coleman, you get massive odds. Jeez, a lot. Jeez, we could pay for a good end of season trip with that. Bloody earth, we could retire on that.
1: All right, listeners, that'll do it. All right, we'll see you next next time when we're laying these sorts of
0: bets. <laughs>
1: also, don't bet. <laughs> no.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.